Welcome to another episode of On the Line. My name is Christina Kay. I'm Joe Mullings. And in the studio today, we've got Michael Bacuzzo. Michael is the sort of magic on the other side of the camera, usually. And today we're going to discuss, uh, well, Christina, how do you want to frame this? Uh, we're going to talk about how to vlog for your career, how to vlog for, for what you're doing and what you excel at. So um, how do you vlog for your company? How do you vlog for yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, lessons learned. I think a lot of people are very interested in doing that. Yeah. So, you know, we've got the, uh, the superstars in the studio here who actually make this happen. And we've been writing the book ourselves. Truthfully, I never made a vlog before I came here and I learned a lot. We've done a, we have a couple under our belt now mostly centered around traveling, which actually makes everything a lot more complicated and difficult and also exciting and full of opportunity. So uh, I know Michael did a couple sort of vlogs for a company he worked at before and he offered a lot of insight. And I just think we've grown so much that there's a lot we can offer. And we know how to get TSA locks off of uh, the Pelican boxes when they don't open anymore too. Room service. Room service. That's true. It took three people, was it? <laughs> yeah. That's right. None of us were Polish. <laughs> So, you know, from my side, all I have to do is, you know, be like, uh, uh, who's the uh, cook, the chef? Oh, they say be charming. Yeah, no, I can't be charming. <laughs> but on your side, I mean, w what are the things new vloggers may want to consider? How complicated should they get with gear? Um, who's a producer? Because we've got a whole team here. Well, I think it, there's so many ways to answer that question. So on, there's on the one hand, there are a lot of vloggers out there that you can look at. Casey Neistat's a, a good example. You know, Gary Vee vlogs his entire life. Uh, these people are investing quite a bit of money into their gear and then the people that are helping them. I actually think maybe Casey Neistat does a lot of what he does alone, but he also studied film, so he's got an advantage. Uh, you can do that, but I also think we're in an age where a minimal investment can show a huge return if you just take the time to learn how to use the materials that you've chosen and or that are available to you. You know, if you just take the materials you have and get to know them very well, you know, that's the first hurdle that you're gonna have to overcome. For us, we know cameras, we know how to use them, that's what we studied. But if you didn't, you know, it's really not hard to learn. Look up on YouTube right. a quick tutorial on how to shoot with a DSLR or a GoPro if that's what you have, or just your iPhone. There are, I mean, people have shot entire feature films on iPhones, right? Soderbergh just released a feature film, I don't think it was good, but uh, but he did it. Good job. So, you know, you can accomplish a lot with with resources you probably already have available to you. So I would say, you know, for us, gear is important because we're snobs and jerks about it. But for the layman, that shouldn't be your first uh, concern. Take what you have. Yeah. And, and I think going off of that, beyond just being comfortable knowing how to use the gear, you actually have to be comfortable taking it out and filming yeah. a lot. Because you're going to film a lot for vlogs. Yeah, can you give me a sense? So if our vlog's eight minutes long, how much do you shoot if we went to the Four Barcelona, days. <laughs> the Barcelona <laughs> or the uh, uh, Florence vlog? How many, how many hours was that that you went through, roughly? I don't know. That could be anywhere from five to ten. Yeah, I mean, you're, you, should, you should be ready to roll continuously. The, the one thing I, I do want to stress about vlogs is you, you can have an idea of what you want to accomplish and what messaging you want to uh, focus on, but you don't really know what that blog is about. You don't. You can't. You can only prepare so much because the world is going to hand you whatever narrative it wants to hand you. You know, who you meet, 
who you interact with, how things end up going. So if somebody's shooting their first vlog, what mm -hmm. are the four building blocks you would give them? Just four simple building blocks to start. What is there a story? Um, should they be fearless with the camera? What could you tell them? Yeah, I would definitely keep rolling. Uh, even when you're not sure if you're going to use the material, mm -hmm. even if you had come into the project with an original idea, you should be willing to go outside of your original topic because you never know what it might yield. Mm -hmm. And also you don't know if what you capture turns into a bunch of short videos anyway. So don't be precious. I think that's my number one message is don't be precious. Be open to whatever uh, might come your way. And I think also it's super fundamentally important to have an authentic experience, right? So you might not get the vlog you planned on this no. time around. Right? I actually, I'm going to go ahead and say you aren't going to get the vlog you planned right. so on. So I think those are the things I'm learning watching you yeah. and being on the other side of the camera is we have intention, but it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you get the vlog you planned on, you actually might be doing it wrong, you know, because I think in that sense, you might be a little too scripted, a little too forced, a little too... Uh, sort of meticulous in what you're capturing. I, people right. watch vlogs because they feel real. They feel inclusive. You feel like you're getting sort of a peek behind the curtain into who that person really is, what that experience might be really like. Maybe you don't want to get very personal with yourself, but you're vlogging for your company or your your position in your company. You don't have to go deep into who you are personally, but you can go deep into what the experience of being there really is like. And I think the, that if you're more authentic to that, you're going to have less control over what actually happens, because who really has full control over every moment of their life, especially let, let's say they're traveling. Mike, you're on the other end of the camera with me a lot. What do you think about when you're shooting um, the vlog or the intention of a vlog or just content? No, seriously, this is your time. <laughs> <laughs> Other than those things, Mike. <laughs> well, usually when I'm filming or following people, I like to ask a lot of questions. It's part of my character to have things reiterated to me and explained in the simplest terms. <laughs> and by doing so, I think it's a really good way, one, to get a handle on whatever material you end up filming, and then it becomes easier to disseminate that information into a short piece when you're editing it. And I'll jump on that too. I know being on the other side of the camera, Michael prompting me and driving what seems like with intention sometimes uh, for the final cut or the final edit, those questions are really great because you get out of your own mind and it's actually a fresh um, sort of truthful uh, uh, relationship with the camera. When mm -hmm. somebody's asking you a question you're not prepared for, I think you get a more unique, authentic role mm -hmm. on that rather right. than trying to form in your head, this is what I want to say to the camera. Right, exactly. Yeah, I also think, you know, it's really important before you start to figure out why you want to do this in the first place, what are you vlogging trying to... in general or that specific vlog? Vlogging in general. Before you, I mean, our trip to Ireland, which is coming up, is going to be the first time I turn the camera on myself and on us. And I'm nervous, and I've said this to you so many times. Like you're so brave to let me shoot you, you know, doing pretty much everything that involves, you know, a full suit. But I think. It's hard to come to terms with being in front of the camera. So if you're going to do that with yourself, figure out why. What's your motivation? What are you trying to accomplish? Who's your audience? Those are fundamental things for all video creation. You know, why does this have to be made? Why are you uniquely qualified to make it? And who is it made for? Those things are a really great way to start. 
Can you get away with being a below average editor, cinematographer, for lack of a better term, but really be a good storyteller? Can you get away with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think if you're compelling, it's it's a that's, that's an up, upward battle, I think. But that's can, where all everybody's going to start. Nobody's going to oh, step yeah. into this as a really good editor their first couple of times or a really good camera person. Mm -hmm. But they should focus on the story, shouldn't they? Oh, for sure. I mean... Look at Gary Vee, for example. His early videos are like Guantanamo Bay videos. They're really like he's in a weird room in front of a camera talking about wine. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're not accomplished in any way. And I, I'm sure he's probably doesn't even know that much about video production still because he just learned what he needed to and then hired the people who knew better than him when he could. And it was never about, look at this amazing wine video. It's about, I have the information and this is the easiest way and most effective way to deliver it to you. And now you are watching. And he developed a huge audience. Right. And people know that he's being authentic because he's not wasting his time either trying to outsource good-looking video footage at the expense of a good story. He's just doing it. Mm -hmm. And people really admire that. And, you know, I've even seen feature-length documentaries by first-time filmmakers, first-time editors. May not be edited terrifically, but the story is so compelling because mm -hmm. that's what they were drawn to. Like Blair Witch. I mean, that's a rookie <laughs> yeah. calling me. Look, Blair Witch, yeah. right? Blair Witch. What else do we have? It's another good documentary. <laughs> that, well, Blair Witch is not a documentary. Right. But it felt Though that way. That's the point. So, wait a <laughs> second. What? <laughs> I know. I let, me, know. let me Wikipedia this. I know. It's very compelling. But yeah, it's true. There's. And there's always a starting point, right? Like maybe you start now and it's flawed. And in the back, in the future, you'll look back and think, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I made this. But you're not going to get to the future without starting now, right? You're going to make some bad videos or unfocused videos, or you're going to go out and shoot a vlog of your trip and realize, wow, there's nothing here. But every failure, unfortunately, this is true in the filmmaking process is a, is a super huge learning tool. It sucks because it's incredibly difficult to want to try again after you fail, especially something like a vlog where it's so personal and you have invested not only your time, your resources, but truly yourself, like your whole being, your physical presence, your your inner being, everything. It's You're very vulnerable. And if it's a failure, you're going to maybe want to give up. But there'll be a lot of failures. You know, you'll, you'll not make the, a masterpiece or like Citizen Kane on your first vlog. You're not going to tell the story of a man or whatever. You and know. you have to, I will tell you, you have to be fearless when you deploy it. Yeah. So when I did my first couple with you guys, I was as self-conscious as I can get, mm -hmm. um, which is not that much, but still <laughs> it's, it, and, and, and so that was like, oh man, does anybody really care about this? The story I'm telling about me and my trip here or my mm -hmm. trip there. Um, and like Telluride was shot with an entire GoPro. If right. you go back and let the Telluride, um, blog and that was awesome i mean we had great editing with ryan on it mm -hmm. and the team but you know i think you have to absolutely be fearless with it mm -hmm. uh, and put it out because that's the only way you're going to learn mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. and like i said before if you're doing it for for professional means you know and, and that's the story you're trying to tell and that's where you're going to distribute it you don't have to be so fearless in that you're gonna you know rip your shirt off and bear all but you have to be fearless in that you're gonna Stand by what you say, you know, stand by the person that you are on camera, whoever that person is. Yeah, that's important. Mm -hmm. That's super important. So quick case study. <clears throat> if I owned a dry cleaner in Jupiter, Florida, what would I possibly think about vlogging? So you know, Bob and Sally may own a dry cleaner and they want to do advertising for their business and they're in Jupiter, Florida. 
What would they do? What, what, what are some ideas that you would give them as beginners without making it too complicated that they'd be able to block? Yeah, I mean, it's really fascinating now because you can develop a social strategy, I think, probably for anything. So if I were, like, let's say it's a mom and pop, right? I would develop all of my messaging around being local, being small business, you know, being familiar with your, with your clients. So I would vlog. But what would I do with the camera? Give me, what would yeah. my moves be with the camera? Mm -hmm. You want to get comfortable with the customers, the people mm -hmm. that come in, focus on relationships with the people there because you're not going to get that in another type of business. You interact with people, you interact locally, you see the community come in, just focus on that. Yeah. I would have the camera turn towards the social element, the engagement, the the unique experience that a customer might have when they come to you, capture that with a camera. You know, you know that person's name when they come through the door. They come in every Wednesday, you know, with the same stuff. You you have a relationship. Capture those relationships. That's where I would focus here's on. Here's what the eight ninety nine buys you when you get your shirt dry cleaned. Yeah. And maybe put a GoPro right on the dirty shirt and like what's its path look like right. through it, right? Right. And you and just make make sure you get a waterproof housing. We're not yeah. advising them <laughs> right, to right. destroy their gear cleaning. within ten minutes. Right. It's dry cleaning. Well, I think there's chemicals, right? I don't know what so, dry cleaning something is. Something funky goes on. I don't know. Maybe nothing. Is. Maybe that's the secret to dry cleaning is you just put it in and you get it out and <laughs> Febreze and nothing but else. But I, I want to just give newbies who are thinking about starting what what should they just put the camera on and run all day and see what happens with it? Kind of. Well, I think that that's getting back to the whole why question, right? You know, if if you believe in your dry cleaning business and you believe that you're an important part of the community and that what you do is important, it should not be difficult for you to figure out how to focus that messaging, right? You just have to figure out what do I have to say and why am I uniquely qualified to say it? That I think once you figure that out, you, 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 you'll figure out what to shoot. If you think it's important that you have a small business in your community and you've developed these relationships and people who come in, they're paying to, to keep you alive and they care because they care about you. If you know that that's true, if that's fundamental for you, then, then how you shoot it is the least of your, you know, it'll Absolutely. figure itself out. Totally agree. Cool. So we're going to Ireland, mm -hmm. um, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I have a thing, um, <laughs> gonna be unavailable yeah I sorry guys. and we're gonna have the cameras turned on you guys and we'll be putting out content next week mm -hmm. um the whole week and actually for probably for a couple of weeks after that on sort of how the sausage is made as i like to call it yeah mm -hmm. i'm gonna be pretty much covering us what we're doing the whole time for you know shooting developing editing deploying so right so when we go on these trips what do you do typically what your titles producer work non-stop right <laughs> mm -hmm. i second that <laughs> no uh <laughs> we're doing everything and i think that that that's the that's the age we're in now because if if you look at you but know define everything for those listening that okay. don't know what that means everything means i would have done some pre-production if not a lot of pre-production for the shoot before we arrive before we're even on the airplane to What's get there. What's pre-production? I'm new to this. Pre-production, uh, I'm coming up with a loose outline of what the video is and or a thorough script, depending on the needs of the video. I'm figuring out what the direct messaging is so I know that I stay focused when I'm there. You know, and like I said, we can't plan the vlog. We can't predict, you know, whether or not, you know, the concierge is a homicidal maniac and that's the whole story now. You know, like that's it. There's a different story there's millions of permutations in every situation. And me mechanically, though, are you shooting video or are you shooting stills? 
Well, I'm shooting both. Okay. And what kind of camera will you use to shoot stills and why? Uh, we're shooting with the A7R 3 because it's the best photo camera that's also silent and just beautiful. And, and we've, we've covered this before, but we make videos, uh, you know, that's a huge focus for us, but stills are just as important, they sometimes more stories. important. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we're all, and I'll be shooting the video with a GoPro just because, you know, I'm not an octopus. And that's more documentation, yeah. right? And then Michael, exactly. what will you be doing? What, what do you think of before this trip? And then what will you be executing on when we're in Ireland? I think a lot about gear because once you are on location, you can't fly back home and pick up an extra battery. So I'd certainly spend hours and hours going through meticulously to make sure I have something because I have been in that position where I forget something and I you don't want that stare. You don't want people looking at you knowing that you right. screwed up royally. So that's not even getting into the story. <laughs> Uh, so it takes a lot of time. Uh, and you're also packing for a podcast as well. I'm packing for a podcast. So I'm packing for multiple people up to four people. I'm going to plan to edit the podcast too. So I bring my computer. Uh, there's going to be a lot of computer time while I'm there, even though I really was want to spend a lot of time drinking. Yes. <laughs> well, I could be drunk on my computer too. So. Yeah, it's the walking that you can't really do. When it's the walking. Doing. I can. I've tried walking with my computer before. While editing. Yeah, while editing. That's the future. Yeah, it was a failure. Yeah, That's we have a gear important. checklist that mm -hmm. we we no, try I've to adhere it. to. It's quite long, and then you'll be behind the camera most of the time, and then doing the podcast report recording as well. I will. I will. I love getting a lot of beauty shots when I'm traveling, so I want to be in the street Taking as much pictures as possible. Of me? Oh, well, beauty shots. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But we had like if you remember if you look at the the New Orleans vlog, there's just oh, some beautiful great. shots Georgia on the street sets. that Michael yeah. took. He's very yeah. good. Yeah. All right, so listeners, you can uh, check in next week. We'll be on the fly, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, of course. Hundred percent. And uh, for sure, stills. For sure, a couple short videos. Uh, but we're of what we don't know. Of what we don't know, and then there will be potentially no promises a vlog at least coming yes. out of it. At least a little bit of behind the scenes of what I'm doing when I go on these. If you wonder if Joe just brings me along to take me out to dinner and put me in nice hotel rooms, I will disprove that this time. Indeed. I can vouch for you. Yeah. Okay. I can vouch for you. That's right. So that was fun instructional. And for the vlog newbies, mm -hmm. hopefully it was helpful too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this has been another episode of On the Line. I almost said it wrong. On the Line. My name is Christina Kay. And I'm Joe Mullings. And I think we're going to try and do an On the Line from a pub next week in Ireland. Yes, a pub. And I'm Joe Mullings. <laughs> I'm Michael Bacuza. See you at the bar. Peace. Peace.